0: Ahoy! Fat Tangle presents The Case of the Unsolicited Deck Picks. I thought I heard the old man say, Leave her, Johnny, leave her. Tomorrow ye will get your pay, and it's time for us to leave her. Leave her, Johnny, leave her. Oh, leave her, Johnny, leave her. For the voyage is long and the winds don't blow And it's time for us to leave her
1: Hi, my name is Ian Rogers This is the first episode of my podcast Nautical Nonsense from Simon Steed Uh, It's not really a a podcast in the traditional sense, Uh, it's more of a way for me to share like some extraordinary events, stories that are happening out there that aren't being told, fascinating and bizarre things that I've witnessed personally that I never would have believed possible, Um, like how big of a prick my godfather is. It it all started about a year ago uh, when my prudish parents died and I was sent to live with my godfather Simon in Bakersfield. Simon's a freelance detective, and his personality is dumb. Yeah. He walks around acting like a pirate. All the time. And if you question him on it, he'd say some shit like, uh, Blow me down, you rum dicked brisket cleaver! Or something. Whatever the fuck that would mean. Uh, anyways, the first story starts much like the others.
0: Gym lad! Ah! Ah! Oh, don't look at my penis! Oh, sink me, Ian! Can't you knock? Pull in the old plug tail, ye?
1: No, what? No, I was I was just practicing
0: holding a flashlight. Yeah. Well put it away. We have ourselves a parlay to attend.
1: <sighs> what the fuck's a parlay?
2: Seriously, what took so long? A Bastian, A Frenchified drab. No one knows what you're saying. I do. I've been doing pirate Rosetta Stone, and you need to stop calling me a whore.
0: Who's the kid? This here's me godson, Ian. He'll be staying with me a while.
2: Hi, Ian. It's nice to meet you. Jim
0: lad. this dung
2: digging rot-rump be... hold it detective Holden you Safeway select Landlocked rejected Raiders mascot and it's nice to meet you Ian
0: detective I she's here because there's a case they can't solve
2: we can solve it just fine but he's been special requested otherwise I wouldn't be here dealing with this prick <laughs> Like ye could solve a case, ye gout-kissed son-of-a-siren whore! Dude, what did I just say? No. What was said was that ye be the son of a whore.
1: Why would you come all the way out here to tell him? Aren't you guys on Discord?
2: Because he doesn't have a phone!
1: You don't have a phone?
0: Aye, ye landlubber!
1: What got a phone on the open sea? But we're not on the open sea. We're in Bumblefuck Bakersfield. Dar For now, we are. Why do you do that? You talk like
2: it's a fucking riddle or something. It's just nonsense. What the fuck does that even mean? Not that this isn't fun and all, but I do have a job to get back to. Very well, Bunter. We'll be along shortly. Okay, dumbass says R. Ah!
0: Oh, fuck, he got me.
2: Who
1: would special request to interact with? this with all
0: that because we be a fucking pirate detective jim lad
1: yeah you're a pirate and i'm a fucking watermelon
0: farmer jim lad You be speaking loud enough for everyone to hear how much
3: longer
2: do you think until he's here i hope he never shows up i hope his ship goes down faster than the titanic oh i'm sorry what was that dear Ms. D, I really think you should reconsider and let us conduct the investigation. I'm sorry, Detective, but something seems off about this. Mr. Jefferson isn't that kind of person, and my friend assures me that Simon's deed can prove it. Well, you don't have to wait right here for him. In this room, right next to the dead body. Oh, I don't mind. My father was dead once.
0: Where be the corpse!
3: Oh, good. He's here. Oh, Mr. Steed. I'm so happy you could find the time in your busy schedule to make it.
0: <sighs> busy. Arr. And who might ye be?
3: Oh, I'm Misty. I couldn't help but disagree with the detective's initial assessment of the crime scene. Oi, The
0: old Bildret couldn't tell a mizzenmast from her own arse.
2: Oh, LMFE, oh.
1: Why are you laughing? Do you understand that nonsense? Are you dumb too?
2: A mizzenmast is the mast aft of a mainmast. That's right. I know shit. Oh. Well then, detective, enlighten us.
0: What happened here?
2: Seems pretty open and shut. Mr. Jefferson was masturbating with his belt around his neck, some autoerotic asphyxiation. He got himself carried away and choked himself to death. Accidental suicide. It's more common than you think.
0: Ha! <laughs> you scurvy, riddled stoner.
2: That's so wrong. Well, what the fuck happened then? Twice.
1: Murder.
2: I knew it!
1: But he's hard. What? His dick. It's hard. Oh. I'm just saying, unless someone was jerking him off before he died... That's quite a ham hock. T'was angel lust, Jim lad. Wait, really? Is that a thing? Is it like a calling card for a murderer or something? Do you think he takes Polaroid pictures of it after he gets him hard? That seems like something that someone would take a Polaroid
0: picture of.
2: No, it's a death erection. When someone dies from hanging or in a way that puts a lot of pressure on the cerebellum, it can sometimes cause Give Gives die a
0: whole new meaning, eh?
2: <laughs> 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 okay, that was a good one. Okay! Trying to keep this moving along, Simon, you portside community splooge How do you know it was murder? I know you want to show off. I will, but first, tell me about the victim. Jeff Jefferson. 38, co-founder of a popular app-based trading card game called Deck Picks. Pfft, deck Picks?
0: Have you heard of it, Jim Ladd?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a game where you buy booster packs of cards at the store, and then, like, you take pictures of the cards and unlock them in the app, and then people battle with them. Uh, it's fucking dumb.
0: Yarr.
3: Oh, my nephew loves it.
0: <laughs> what is he, eight?
3: Oh, why, well, yes, he is. What are these
0: in this here frame? Cards from
3: the dumb children's game? Oh, those are special cards based on the five original owners.
0: there be only four cards here.
3: Right. One of the owners left the company before the cards premiered, so his was never officially released. Arr.
0: Fascinating. What's that, Captain Jockars? Misty, what be this here paper? Oh, I don't know. Do ye use blue paper for anything in this here office? No,
3: not since all those people died years ago. Hmm. Avast ye, Jim
1: lad. Hallwind! There's only so many ways I can tell you that I don't
2: know what you're saying. We? Believing. Wait! Don't you want to tell us how you know the cause of death wasn't the lack of a spotter?
0: Right. Of course, ye syphilitic, puppy-killing, slimy Bastitch!
2: Like, I have syphilis, I'm killing puppies that have syphilis, or am I killing puppies using syphilis as the murder weapon? Can you be a little bit more clear?
0: The first revelation came upon me arrival to the scene. Next to Miss D's desk there was a shoe print MUCH too big for Mr. whatever the fuck his name was. Thus, employing a second person. Next was the belt. The belt around Dead Man Dillon's neck is size too big, you can tell by the indentation on the leather. Not to mention, Mr. Dennis still has his belt around his fucking ankles. Match that with the height of the scuff mark left by the murder belt on the desk here, and ye can see the purpose much larger than the victim. Clearly, there was a secret parley last night. Our murderer surprised whoever it is that is sitting here, now dead, from behind with their belt. After laying eyes upon the angel Lust, the killer saw the perfect opportunity to stage the body to look like an accidental suicide by autoerotic asphyxiation and make a fool of this foolish detective!
2: You're full of shit. Ah,
0: We need be getting back to the ship.
1: Dude, it's a fucking Volkswagen. You know no one understood anything that you just said, right?
0: Oh, Detective.
3: While you're here, there is something you may be able to help me with. Something a little more on
2: your level. Ah, uh, of course, Ms. D. What can I help you with?
1: Jesus, my godfather's a prick. The way he's just walking around like he's a pirate. Saying shit no one understands, for no reason. And why does he have a peg leg? Did he start doing that because of his peg leg? Like, is it a coping mechanism? Did he lose his leg in a fishing accident? Does he fish? Is that why he clings to pretending to be a pirate? Maybe cut it off to try and sell the fallacy that he's a pirate. Probably, fucking prick. Uh, Jesus, do I hate him. The only reason I'd want to live with my parents again is so that I wouldn't have to live with my godfather. But then I'd be stuck back living with my tight-laced, reserved parents. I keep trying, but the state won't emancipate me from Simon. He has a surprisingly good reputation that reaches pretty far. Fucking prick. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. After the crime scene, we got into his Volkswagen Beetle that he calls the Driving Dutchman. I know. And went to the random-ass card shop where he started buying packs of deck cards, uh, opening them in the store, and asking the shop owner all these questions about the rare card that was never released.
0: So. Ye say the cards based
4: on the Founders were all released but one? Yeah, this one here, the Jeffersonian, is the most powerful. <laughs> Not anymore. What? 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 Oh, uh, nothing!
0: Say, <laughs> uh, hold on to that card. Something tells me it's about to become a lot more valuable. <laughs> Why do you say that? No
4: reason. Hey. Tell me more about the one that wasn't released. The Nick Clyden card. It was never officially released, but there were some made that got out. My friend Kyle said he got one once, but he lost it. I think he's a liar. A no good, dirty fucking liar. Yeah. Have you ever seen one for sale? Once, but the bid got too high and I had to drop out. Kyle said that he got it, but I know he's a filthy fibster. There's no way he had that much money, and even if he did, how would you just lose it? How could you lose it? It just doesn't make any sense. Why are we here? Well, dude. Chill. Hey, I'm chill as
1: fucking
0: watermelon on a hot, sunny day. Kevin! What if we were to tell ye that one was about to go on sale? And that by working with us, you could end the night with the Bill Neiden card for free. (laughs)
4: Uh huh. You mean the Dick Clyden card? Yarr! Oh,
1: now it's us and we. Before, when I didn't want to come here, it was just fucking Simon. Fuck you, I'm not making deals with this weeb.
4: Gym lad! That's a harmful stereotype. I'll have you know, I don't watch any fucking anime. You don't watch any anime? You want to know what we does watch anime? My ex, teller of untruths friend Kyle. Kyle, yeah, you're lousy lying, no good jackass ex-lover friend
1: Kyle. Hi. Yeah, we fucking get it.
0: <laughs> Jim lied. Why don't she go
2: away? My
1: name isn't fucking Jim. It's Ian. My fucking father made you my godfather and named me Ian. Know my fucking name. It's Ian. I understand how you can confuse him. Ian, Jim, very similar. Sure, if you're a fucking psychotic maniac pirate wannabe loser, yeah. But it's not fucking Jim.
0: Ian, why don't you, you go wait on the ship?
1: Yeah, why don't you? Yeah, uh, I, I, why don't I? Why don't I? And it's a fucking Volkswagen, Simon. See how easy that was? I remembered your fucking name. Sorry about him.
4: Now, uh, where were we? We were talking about Kyle, my ex-friend who's a falsifying, fibifying, fabricator of fucking lies. Yeah, sounds about right.
1: This is such a stupid CD. How did you even find this CD? You
0: know, Ian, you be kind of a prick. Oh, I'm a prick? What about you? Darn. Oh, what about me? Jesus Christ, you you dress and act like a
1: pirate all the fucking time. What are This is some psychosis. You're a fucking psycho. Are you going to stab me in my sleep? Are you going to use a fucking sword like a fucking pirate and stab me in my sleep? Because you're fucking nuts?
0: Oh, maybe? If you keep up with this attitude. I'll take that as a threat. Oh, good! Never been one to shy from blowing the man down! What
1: does that even
0: mean? You sound fucking perverted! Are you fucking blow- who are you blowing? I don't understand! Oh, it's not me that be the perverted one here! Fuck you, I am not perverted! And I'm also not the one pretending to be a fucking pirate!
3: Arrgh!
0: Let me assure you, this be no act, Ian! Careful! How you be addressing the captain of this ship! It's a fucking Volkswagen! Take out this goddamn CD! God! Ian, ye put the CD back into the ship's own system now before I gut ye like a fish! Ian, it's not me perception of ye that ye be a pervert. It's just, your parents told me about the fruit. My parents are dead. Your parents be not dead, Ian. Ye know this. Well, they're dead to me. There be nothing wrong with putting your dick in a watermelon. Ian, your parents just don't know how to handle a... I... A curiosity like this. What, and you do? Uh, <laughs> well, your godfather has been known to crack Jenny's teacup. <laughs> Play the cat-o'-nine-tails if you catch me meeting I don't. You know I fucking don't. Sexual exploration has never frightened me oh god no usually it's better with a partner a consenting partner and it can leave you feeling relaxed and calm letting all those pent-up frustrations go though you won't be hearing it from me that all you need is a good quiffin a good
1: what the fuck's a quiffing what are you talking
0: about uh, for you sexual frustration i'm not sexually frustrated Oh, sure, ye be not sexually frustrated. I'm not, I get
1: enough fulfillment on my own. Yeah, if
0: ye say so. Have you ever tried smoking weed? Jesus Christ, why? Hmm, it might help with your not sexual frustration. Dude, I'm not frustrated! It might just help ye relax a little. I'm relaxed, I'm cool as can fucking be! <laughs> where are we going why to catch our killer of course Jim uh, Ian what
1: how could you possibly know who the killer is we spent the last three hours at Carts o cards.
0: The identity of the killer was made clear to me before we left the scene of the crime. As well as, a plan of how to lure the scurvy Quim out of hiding. That's why we've been at Carts of Cards for so long.
1: Okay, but how do you know
0: the killer's identity? Do ye remember when we first arrived at the Deck Picks corporate office?
1: Yeah, and you spent a half hour on the computer at the secretary's desk before we entered the crime scene.
0: Aye! On that machine, twas brought to my attention exactly who Nick Clyden is as a founder of Deckpicks. A reoccurring payment sent to a clear alias, Clicknoiden, that recently increased tenfold, as well as a suspected inappropriate relationship with Misty's seventeen year old daughter. Eww. How did you learn that? Twas mentioned in a text thread between Misty and someone named Susan. Wow, that seems kind of
1: invasive. Guess she shouldn't have been having private conversations on her work computer.
0: Aye, especially because we aren't the only ones aware of that conversation. Since Nick Clyden's sudden departure from the company, he's received steady payments from DeckPix. Recently, those payments increased tenfold. It is my belief that Nick Clyden found a loophole in this arrangement with the other owners of DeckPix that he began taking advantage of. Jeff Jefferson discovered this in a similar fashion to myself, and printed out a copy of the conversation to use as blackmail against Nick Clyden and the recent loophole that was exposed. That belief was reinforced by the blue paper found on the crime scene, the text log was printed out, then torn up at some point. Nick Clyden thought he got it all, but clearly, he missed a piece.
1: Huh. Okay, so even if that's all true,
0: then why were we at Carsa Cards for so long? Nick Clyden just committed murder, and his assets are frozen due to a very recent and quiet legal challenge by Jeff Jefferson. Nick Clyden has to get out of town quick. So what does Nick Clyden do? Nick Clyden sells his most valuable possession under the moniker Dick Flydown," a Clydecon card, a very rare card from the Deck Picks card game. A deal was worked out with Kevin from Cards of Cards for when the Glydecon card goes up for sale. Kevin sets up for the meet for a cash transaction and we show up, apprehend the suspect, and swipe the card to later give to Kevin in exchange for his help.
1: You can just take the card? Isn't that
0: evidence? Ha! There be no evidence unless they find it.
1: Okay, yeah, that's all pretty clever. Simon, I'm sorry I talk so much shit on you, for talking like a pirate, and dressing like a pirate, and acting like a pirate. I can understand most of what you say. I mean, I can at least pick up most
0: of it. As far as apologies go, that was pretty shitty. But, it was good enough for me. Aha! Ian! This be our port! Quick! Roll up the windows, collect the loose trash, look under the seats for change, and, by God, engage the parking brake. What? The FIFO! what are they doing here?
1: The cops aren't supposed to be here?
0: No.
2: What are ye doing here? Oh uh, what uh, uh, What is going on?
0: Who is that you'll be arresting?
2: Oh. I think you can use your detective skills and figure that out. Oh, no 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 You are arresting Nick Clyden Yep after you left, Miss D told me she suspected this guy was having an inappropriate relationship with her 17-year-old daughter. We put out an APB on him and a patrol car caught him with a blinker out. Sus freak jumped out of the car, a gunfight broke out. Luckily, I was down the street following up on another lead from another case when I heard the gunfire. Ran up, got a shot in the suspect's shooting arm, then popped one off in his leg. I've always had excellent marksmanship. Perp confess right there, confirming Miss D's suspicion and your theory about the murder of Jeff Jefferson. What? But, there was more to it! The murder was only half the case! Oh, oh no, there was... But we got it all in the confession!
0: Fuck! Fucking shit! Are you kidding me? It was all worked out and solved! It was gonna blow your mind!
2: Yeah, I bet it was gonna be super clever. I'm so sorry. GP not fucking sorry.
0: Fuck!
2: Fuck! Fuck wait. The card. Did he have the card on him? Oh. You mean this very rare Clydonian card that I'm entering into evidence. Oh,
0: no, 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 no. Wait,
2: wait, wait. Oh no, too late. It's in the bag already. God. Sight! Fucking sight! Fuck sight! Cock!
1: Simon, are you okay?
0: Fucking scurvy rat! Duxy, RIGHT IN Saint George's cock!
2: No, he's not.
0: Arrgh! Kevin's gonna be so fucking pissed.
1: The case of the unsolicited deck picks is a property of Fat Tango Productions. The voice of Ian was played by Matt, the voice of Simon was played by Shawn Michael McGrory, the voice of Holden was played by Asia May, the voice of Miss D was played by Mikey, and the voice of Kevin was played by Blake. Why did we write a whole script about a pirate detective, you may ask? Because we do what we want, that's why. Mikey said he wanted a pirate detective and we all said, how high? And he giggled because it's a stoner. Who knows what kind of weird shit we're gonna do next. Consider this an early apology to Christians for our Christmas episode coming December 2021. This has been a Fat Tango production. Well, there you have it. The story of the first case that I worked with my godfather, Simon, the world's greatest prick. I want to thank you for listening, and I hope you continue listening as I break down for you all why I think Simon is such a prick. But for now, I have a date with a watermelon. And... Ian, there's something you must hear. God damn it, Simon. What did I tell you about entering my-
0: Ian! Listen to me, Ian. It's about your parents, Ian.
1: My parents?
0: What about those straight-laced sacks of shit? They're dead, Ian. Murder is my suspicion. Murder? Aye. I... Photos of the crime scene were shown to me. And something doesn't add up.
2: <gasps> Mommy?